Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Greetings, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man with no pants or undies on, who is currently stuffing his boner into a doo-doo burrito. (laughs) That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up? And beaming to us from the women's locker room, the Bearded, panty sniffing booger eater on that shuddy boy. Yo! <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I had to pull those one those ones out of my ass on the fly. There. Been a long ass Monday, yeah. friends. Long Monday. It was a gentler open for um, for shuddy than usual. Are you drinking one of those cavemans? I am. Yeah, I had to I had to set my You're alarm a little today. early today. To start, start burning the candle earlier than usual. So I've been I've been going at it since like seven a.m. and it's gonna be Is a long it night. Goal oriented? Are you are you trying to achieve something, or you just want to be up early? No, this was just you know some days your workload is is heavier than others. So I had to wake up and prep a whole bunch of shit this morning. Nice. Did you procrastinate? Could you have done it this weekend? No, because um, it, it it required somebody else's input that I was waiting on, and it got to gotcha. me late Sunday night. So I could have worked on it on the weekend, and I would have. But yeah, thanks, didn't Will. Play out. <laughs> didn't play out that way. So yeah, my ass has been up uh, yeah, a while today. But fuck, hope it. you're Who happy, cares? Jingo. I'm just I'm just yelling out Ella's names that I'm familiar with. Yeah, Jeff gets a SiriusXM subscription, and now now he knows all the deep cuts. Yeah, hope you're happy, Catherwood. Kevin couldn't sleep this morning. <laughs> well, I can see Shuddy Boy is anxious to to kick off uh, a new segment here, um, but we didn't have time to make an intro. So, oh, I am I gonna bake up some fresh Shuddy cakes. Feeling Irish man, bumper clad boy, I'm boy, I and I and I. Brat, brat. Lord of mercy. Yo. There we go. That customized it enough for you, right, Shuddy? Yeah. Yes, for real. <laughs> I mean, this was this was something I thought of at like 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. Uh, so it there was not a lot of prep time. Uh, but one of the I got uh, this cannabis blueberry syrup. That's 100 milligrams in an ounce. I thought it was much stronger than the double cup we've been enjoying for quite a while. Uh, But come to find out, it's only the same dosage. Uh, But I haven't smoked in preparation to see how this stuff is. So I'm just drinking a little 8-ounce juice glass of Mountain Dew and 3 milliliters of the syrup. What is the syrup? Cannabis blueberry. Okay. All right. It was a little sample that I got. 
And you mixed it in like a little shooter with Mountain Dew? Just a little juice glass. It's like a soju, like a little sake glass. It does. Did you sniff the the tincture? I did not sniff the tincture. I did taste a little drop of it, and it's not as sweet as the double cup. How's it pass the old sniff test? It's hard to tell because I'm just smelling the plastic of the bottle. You should just so. pour a shot of it and just go for it. It smells like blueberry. It smells like blueberry flavored things. And now you're about to slam down some blueberry Mountain Dew. Essentially. A combo I... I've never considered before. Ooh. I think I've had blueberry wow. a blueberry soda before. I really like grape, Welch's grape soda. Well, Shuddy. Oh, Shuddy just chugged it all. No no sipping, no savoring. It's a college frat house. That's a lot you of tincture for such a little amount of soda. Uh, you could definitely taste it. Was it very syrupy? Uh, a little bit. It, it's very, a very strong flavor. You can definitely tell. Like The double cup by itself isn't very delicious either. No, in my experience. Uh, so I think that's just a a uh, symptom of the tincture, because tincture is made with alcohol. Jeff, didn't you know uh, somebody who was drinking the weed lean just by itself and didn't know to mix it with anything? Yeah, uh, she actually gave birth to me. That was my mother. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I mean. To to what would be her point, and to push back a little bit on you, Shuddy, I actually do think it tastes pretty good. Like mixed in with uh, a sprite at the movie theater, that's a fucking can't no, miss. No, I'm move. saying by itself. Oh the syrup yeah, yeah, yeah. itself. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Straight is not very. It it has to be cut down in something else, and then yeah. it tastes good. I think if I would have made this like a normal weed lean drink. It would have tasted better, is what I'm saying. My mom is like a, my mom is like a savage sailor of potheads. Rips (laughs) open the bottle, starts chugging it. So, Shuddy, on your your initial uh, chug, what are your thoughts so far? I mean, it yes, I think it is a. Valid competitor to the double cup. I think the blueberry gives it a little bit more versatility than the mango would, than the mango. Because you can get like a blueberry coffee. You can make stuff uh, with a blueberry tincture and have like blueberry pancakes. Yeah, I was going to say, can you like mix that with like, uh, Aunt Jemima's or Mrs. Buttersworth, and get yourself. You could a little... put you could put this right in the batter. I've been reading it. up on tinctures. You can cook with them, and you can make gummies with tincture versus butter and stuff. So hmm. you're like a, a a weed. I don't know sous chef. You do a lot uh, of uh, weed baking. I not anymore, uh, but. 
my cousin was joking last night that I'm becoming like a weed sommelier. Uh, well, you probably have shit that no one in your neighborhood really has. No, I mean, I've got. Didn't you just go to Massachusetts and that I've was. I've got. Yeah, I've got rec weed from Massachusetts. I've got a pre roll from Massachusetts. I've got stuff of various assortment of other stuff from other states that where it's legal. <laughs> yeah, step it up, Canada. We need some shipments. <laughs> uh, gummies, pre rolls, flour, chocolate drops. Chocolate drops? Yeah, they, I got them in Massachusetts. Here, let me grab them. They're uh, they're chocolate sea salt drops. They're not drop. They're uh, when I say drops, I mean little chocolate candies. Oh, I thought we were talking about like getting an eyedropper of like melted chocolate and dropping it in your mouth. No, no, but so they're called dew drops. They're two point seven five milligrams, so they're small dosage. They're just little chocolate guys. Just Almost makes you feel a little bit better. Takes like a couple and tootsie roll. The bud ten, the bud tender, at uh, in Massachusetts at the dispensary where I got them, was like, oh, I drop them in my coffee in the morning. Aro, sometimes I shove them down the hole of my cock. <laughs> so I've been melting them into my morning cup of coffee, uh, and starting the day with that. Era, don't put it work? in your Does fucking tea, because that makes you a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> he actually, I, he did not talk like he was from Massachusetts. Uh, I don't think he was native born. Era, can I interest you in some chowder, OG? All right, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> no, I was good. Keep going, dude. I, I can listen to your boss. And yeah, work. I think you should do that uh, all episode. <laughs> Uh, that should just be the podcast. That's your punishment for your stupidity. Hey, Ra. Oh my God! You want to hear? You want to hear some old man craft shit? Yeah. So vintage. Uh, man, if there's ever a sign that I'm turning into an old man, I emailed a company <laughs> about a product. I think for the first time in my life. I'm pretty sure I've emailed companies before bitching them out. Uh, but I've, and that's been f- very, very, very few and far between. This is the first time I emailed a company about a product. And it's something I mentioned on the podcast the, in the early days of lockdown. So I was trying to just, you know, when food was off the shelves and you had nothing to wipe your ass with and all that crazy shit, I was trying to just keep a stockpile of stuff that wouldn't go bad for a while. So notoriously, I had a lot of soup, but I also got a lot of oatmeal as well. And Quaker Oats was making peanut butter and honey flavored of those instant oatmeal packets. And it was fucking stellar. Far and away the best instant oatmeal I've ever had in my life. Like, I've always... When I was a little kid and I would go stay at my, my grandma's house by in Leonardo, she I always thought that it was like the most baller thing in the world that she had a like a full pantry of different flavors of Quaker oats. So like it was an oatmeal party. I'd be like, I've never heard of that flavor before. Whip me up one of those. All right, I tried that. 
Now let's let's go back to an old classic with the uh, apple cinnamon. Let's get one of those in. Any person that eats oatmeal in the summer is a fucking crazy person. What about if you eat is pizza a in the summer? Certifiable, certifiable lunatic. What? What if you eat pizza in the summer? Pizza isn't any time food. Pizza's any pizza is adequate for any of the three meals. Then why can't I eat fucking oatmeal? Is that was that like some white after Labor Day type of shit? That is a cold weather warm up your insides food. When it's ninety five degrees out, you don't need a hot inside. So should he retire oatmeal now that he lives in California? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Man, I think but that tincture really is. Like taste of it. I think that tincture tincture is whipping your ass already, Shuddy. No, I. He's coming out with. I do hot not tape. understand <laughs> people who eat oatmeal in the summer, and is, I deal with it the, on a daily basis. Is that the only hot food you have an issue with people eating in the summer, or are all other hot foods acceptable? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. How do you feel cream, about chili in the summer? Cream of wheat. Cream of rice, those would also fall in that category of that's a wintertime food in desperation. I'm I, not a fan of oatmeal, so that's probably... Sounds like it. I mean, I can How side with you on, like, if you're if you're drinking hot cocoa in the summer, you're a fucking maniac. But I don't know about oatmeal for breakfast. How is that different than oatmeal, though? Well, how is pizza any different? How is any hot food different than oatmeal? I mean, how is hot coffee that much different than hot cocoa? Oh man, now I don't know what to think. I'm all scrambled. Yeah, you guys are really. No, you. This is on you. I had a hijack to die on. I was willing to die on this hill, and now you guys are fucking throwing all these wrenches at me, and now I don't even know what I believe anymore. I'm an oatmeal atheist. Oatmeal in the summer is crazy. But you also don't really like oatmeal in the winter, right? Correct. Well, and that that's that. All right, we can move on then. Yes. <laughs> so the peanut butter and honey oatmeal, I would buy it like two boxes at a time and then stock up next time I was at the supermarket. And sometimes I would go in and every other flavor would be fully stocked and then just this huge empty section of the shelf where all the peanut butter and honey ones got bought out. And then I'd pop back in the next time, boom, restocked. Grab a couple more boxes. Then... uh I started seeing them less and less, and then gone. I haven't seen them in maybe two months, and I it's panicked. Not winter. They well, all the other oatmeal is still there. The 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 section of the the shelf where they used to have it is now taken up by like they just added extra rows of the other flavors to fill it in. So they don't even have the space for it anymore. So I actually wrote an email this morning to Quaker Oats. Asking them, listen here, you fucking Quaker. What'd you do with that flavor? What happened to peanut butter and honey? Is this, is this an L.A. thing? Is it gone completely? And can we get it back? What can I do? I will blow. You line up fucking 15 Quakers. I'll suck every one of their filthy cocks. If I can get my, my peanut butter and honey oatmeal back. Whatever Did you it takes. say that in the email? No, I wrote it like a fucking fuddy-duddy old man. Ah, I'm curious what happened to you that that uh, peanut butter and honey flavor. I enjoyed that. Bring it back. Did you wait? You wrote an email. You should have DM'd him from your from your, your Twitter. verified Twitter account. Oh, yeah. 
Do it right now. Yeah, they'll. Yeah, they'll. Uh, Let me look. I'm much likely to respond to that than they're your email. All right. Let's see. Yeah, because my my junk email account is not verified. Make sure that you let them know that you're going about this nicely now, and you're doing a direct message, so you can handle this privately. I but might tweet it publicly. Oh, you're going to tweet on. Oh, you're going to apply full pressure right now. Should I do it? Yeah, yeah, if you want, it'll it'll get the most results, probably. I would say you kind of hold that over their head. Just DM them. Be like, listen, I'm trying to do this privately. I don't want to make this a big deal. But bring back the peanut butter and honey flavor. They do not tweet a lot. What Um, happened? They don't tweet a lot. The at Quaker. So, they posted something two days... No, they replied to somebody's tweet uh, yesterday. And then their next tweet after that is from October 17th of 2019. So, they're not big tweeters. Oh, they did reply to somebody six hours ago? What the fuck? Oh, and, and... Somebody found a four-inch wood spike in their Quaker granola package. <laughs> I, all right. So they have 187,000 Twitter followers. Who the fuck would follow Quaker Oats? Kevin. Probably so Eric here. the Midget. No, he doesn't follow them. No, we got Little B the Bass God. Oh, he That's follows everybody. Gatorade. Soledad O'Brien, who is a name I think I should know, but I do not. Yeah, she follows That's everybody. A, she follows me. She's on the news, isn't she? Yeah, I think she's a talking head type person. Marianne from Brooklyn, a, another Stern Show reference. She follows Quaker. She's a broadcast journalist and progressive executive producer. She has been the host of Matter of Fact with Soledad O'Brien a nationally syndicated weekly talk show produced by Hearst Television. Sounds terrible. Uh, let's see, who else? Stephen Glickman, Margaret Cho. Wait, these are all the followers? Out of the people that I follow, these are the people that follow at Quaker. Yeah. Okay. I'm scrolling through it now. M- Mountain Dew, Huggies. Really, no one I follow follows um, Quaker Oats. I but think yeah, I'm just going to tweet to they, them. They replied to someone saying that DM us and we'll uh, we'll look for your response. So apparently they are um, they are responding. Eight hours ago. Oh, did you you just read this eight hours ago? Dear Quaker, do you still make raisin and spice oatmeal? I did. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Right. And they replied, "We're still making." Raisins and spice instant oatmeal. Sorry you're not finding it. We're working as hard and as fast as possible to keep products readily available. Check our product locator for stores. They have a product locator? Oh. Okay. Let's see. How do I use this? Do they actually really res- they respond a lot, it seems like. People, people are pissed off about not getting their flavors of oatmeal. And they're, they're understanding. Instant oatmeal. You motherfuckers, give me, give me my peanut butter and honey. I see banana nut. That actually might be pretty good. I can't good. even remember the last. 
actually, I had oatmeal with my ex before. She likes oatmeal. But I outside of that, like, I never have oatmeal. I don't hate on it. Hey, Quaker, do you do cookies and cream granola bars still exist? We're still making cookies and cream chewy bars. Nice. Sorry you're not finding them. Oh, peanut butter and Red banana Ar- and peanut butter and honey are both still listed. Why can't I fucking get it? I can buy it online. Because they're probably having production shortages. Well, this is why I'm going to do at all on uh, the Puminati Discord, and we'll see if anyone can find peanut butter and honey in their uh, local grocery store. Oh, no locations found when I put in my zip code. Let me type in Los Angeles. Find nearby. No! No locations found! All right, let me put in Long Beach. You got to come to Long Beach for your Quaker Oats? Try a cold weather climate like Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go where it snows. (laughs) There's one in Montana, in Albertsons. Do we have any in Lewistown? I'm going to see if I can buy some of the shit online. I'm going to be like a doomsday prepper, but just have all of my shelves filled with peanut butter and honey oatmeal. Buy online. Out of stock? Look up New Hampshire. We have Trash Panda out there in New Hampshire. There's more Puminati in New, New Hampshire's, Hampshire than COVID. So New Hampshire's uh, sole resident, Trash Panda. <laughs> yeah, he's like one of eight people there. Quaker oatmeal. I'm looking on Amazon now. I'm 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 going for it. I'm swinging for the fucking fences. Peanut. What's okay? Hold on. And honey. What's the most you'd be willing to pay per box? Per box. What does it come in? Eight. Five bucks. Well, just. I'm not looking to get five bucks. It's all you're willing to go. Well, I don't want to pay like what ten. I just get like a cup. I, I like to eat two at a time. All right. I'm and hitting, how many I'm per box? Under. Eight. I'm hitting enter. I think so. Ten bucks. You're a pussy. Oh, no, do it. I'll bid eleven dollars. It's not there. There's peanut butter. Oh my god, peanut butter and banana. They have that in stock. Six packets for seventeen dollars. Right. Yeah, I thought that if it was like something that was hard to find, it'd be expensive. That's it. I'm too easy. These motherfuckers. I've seen Oreos that were like no longer on the shelves go for like 30, 40 bucks. Man, for people that don't listen to this podcast but follow me on Twitter, they're going to think quarantine has broken me. Oh my God, <laughs> Kevin's fucking tweeting at Quaker Oats. How, how far has he, has he fallen? Let's see. It is a good, I wonder if that plays in, into this at all. Right? What, like if you a, had a, more things that you could do, you wouldn't be thinking about oatmeal. Oh, for sure. If if we had more things to do, I wouldn't even know that this flavor existed. <laughs> but goddamn, I, I swear it's epic. It's so fucking delicious. I mean, we've been over the our fondness of the, the flavor of peanut butter on this podcast many times. It's just yeah. fucking peanut butter. Peanut butter's delicious. And you get a little bit of honey in that. Where do you go wrong? Except the oatmeal part in Shuddy's eyes. Didn't you have a peanut butter and jelly cheeseburger in Minnesota? I did. How was that? Because I saw Boognish Puminati is always shouting out this place in Alhambra. 
uh, Grill Em All. Yeah, which Grill Em like All kicks a, ass. It's a former food truck and like gastropub. Have you been there? Yeah. Is it bomb? Yes. I used to go Grill there when, good. when they were a food You've truck. You've been? I've been when uh, with Kevin. Where did? Where was the one that we went? Was it a bar? I don't know. Grill them all. We're talking about right. We it had to yeah, have been I a mean, food truck. No, yeah, it, it was, was a, a bar. It was Alhambra. No, it was their own place. It was a because I think I've only been there once. It was and a brick was with and Tanya. mortar at a mall. Ooh, all right. Um, I'll look it up now. Grill them all, Bergs. But they what they did is they started as a food truck and then they made so much money. Their goal was to open a restaurant. So once they had enough funds to, to open a brick and mortar, they shut the food truck down and just focused on the restaurant. And all of their burgers are metal-themed. Like, a lot of them are named after um, death metal bands. And then they'll do a collaboration with a band. Like, Amana Marth has gotten their own burger there. I had that one. That one had, like, uh, meat, Swedish meatballs on it. And I think Jelly? Some kind of jelly or cranberries or some shit. Maybe it's cranberries. But that was pretty good. I never got the... I think Black Dahlia Murder had one. But I think a lot of the ingredients or a decent amount of the ingredients were onion related. So I passed on that one. This place, uh, Grill Mall, has a D. Snyder burger with peanut butter, strawberry jam, bacon, and sriracha. So I saw that today. And... That had my my snack dick tingle. I've never had peanut butter on a cheeseburger. You really liked it though, the one in Minnesota you got. Yes, yeah, it was good. I'm trying to. I, why I mentioned that is because you know we're talking about peanut butter. I'm trying to think of thing examples where peanut butter has not been used well, and it's pretty much impossible, right? I mean, it's common sense what not to put peanut butter on, right? Uh, I would say like adding it to most Chinese dishes wouldn't make sense. Stuff like that. Even though there's peanuts and Thai and pad Thai. Yeah. And yep. D- Dan Dan noodles are like a peanut butter sauce. Yeah. Uh, noodle. The, the one, uh, there's a bar here in, well, in Bethlehem that has a spicy peanut butter and jelly wing. Mm. That is Shit. peanut butter. And chicken? It's like, it's like a sweet, you know, it's like a sweet Thai peanut butter sauce that they put on the wings or peanut okay. sauce. It's kind of, it, that's, that's, it's very reminiscent of that and it's delightful. All right. So I think I'm going to tweet at um, the Quaker Oats people and say, are you guys still making peanut butter and honey oatmeal? Because apparently I'm 150 years old now and tweeting about oatmeal. All right, I'm going to retweet it. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm actually going to quote tweet it. Yeah, I was looking for this, too, in Los Angeles oh, County. Oh, power move. Okay, all right, I'm sending I it would, I would also retweet it with a quote, but I'm not verified, so it has zero weight. We it need might... to hear from the little man, too. So. Yeah, apparently they listen to non-blue check marks as well. Yeah, which is very frustrating for someone with a blue check mark like myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I sent the tweet. <laughs> I'm glad this is an experience we could all go through together. I'm refreshing my feed. I'm coming in for support. 
Us blue check marks got to stick together. Yeah, especially when we're uh, drinking baby blood and eating their glands or whatever blue check marks are being accused of these days. It's people are selling stock on blue check marks. I seen that we yep. were just part of a uh, a hack, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't even realize what was going on. We were doing a uh, <laughs> uh, a, a segment on Ellis, and I went to go to the Ellis account to tweet out for people to call in, and it just kept saying error cannot load your tweets at this time. And I was like, wait, what? And then I saw, I had already seen the news that, you know, a whole bunch of <clears throat> prominent figures got hacked and they were telling people to send them Bitcoin and then they'll double that Bitcoin and send it back to them, which of course doesn't smell like a scam at all. Uh, and, and their solution was to just lock everybody who had a blue check mark for three hours or something. Oh, I had no idea. Which, I gotta give myself a pat on the back, I have been spending less time on Twitter, which is tough, because I, I, I really do like Twitter. So I keep refreshing your page, and it's not popping up. Did you hit send? I did. You have to click, if you're looking at my profile, you probably have to go under the tweets and replies thing. Oh, I see. Uh, you went right at them. Okay, okay. Yeah, coming in for support. I guess I chickened out. I probably should have. Oh, somebody already liked it. Oh, it was uh, Jeff. Could have been me. It was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Quaker. How about a follow back while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. If anything, <laughs> just give me a follow back. Yeah, and I'll go I'll go to Ralph's and show them my phone and be like, look, see? They follow me. Get your fucking peanut butter and honey back in stock, you sons of fucking bitches. Uh all right, now we play the waiting game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, balls on their court now. See how they <laughs> respond. I feel good. Oh, I feel like we're gonna get something out of this. Your your quote retweet. God damn, the Puminati are gonna be so fucking confused until this episode comes out. <laughs> like, oh my god, these two idiots have completely snapped. Well, let me get in on it. <laughs> <laughs> is this a countrywide pandemic? I can't find it here in Pennsylvania either. <laughs> Actually, I should look at their their product tracker and see. If Do it's... it real quick. No, you should tweet them anyway. Get these motherfuckers yeah, to up no, their production. Complain. Well, I'm going to tweet them, but if it's available here, I'm going to... Uh, find it I'm going to tweet something different. Uh, all right, I'm just going to... Oh man, and they got they they're gonna have to love this search because you're in Quaker Town. Oh yeah, that is nice. Wait, Kevin, where did you have this? You said at your grandmother's. Is that in no? Florida? He got it at Ralph's at the start of the pandemic. How, he explained all of this, and it, well, every he time he goes, his... there's less and less, and now it's gone, and it hasn't been restocked. Right, right, right. I'm, my apologies, but he also he also did a tangent where his grandmother had a full pantry um, of different oatmeal flavors. So I was thinking maybe he could ask her too. No, this was, I mean, I don't, this was when I was a little kid. So I don't think she keeps a stock pantry anymore. Okay. Shuddy, how far are you from Bluebell PA? It's a trek. It's about an hour. All right. That's the one and only place near Quaker town selling it. 
Your only chance. You're, you're Kevin's only shot. Damn it. I'm going to have to reach out and see if Barack Obama will retweet it. Yeah, I'll DM Barack Obama. I'll get on that. I'll be like, look, you don't have to pay me back those Bitcoin I sent you, but <laughs> can you bring peanut butter and honey back? Uh, that is good. Uh, all right, well, moving on. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, oh, you know what? Hold on. I have a thingy that I would like to do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random, random brain, brain question. So, this one is brought to you by the Puminati. This was a tag team effort from Twisted Texan and Tim in our soon-to-be-defunct Slack channel who wanted to know how each of us would dispose of a dead body. Oh, wow. So this is perfect, actually. This kind of ties into uh, the picture that I put on the MSPH Slack with my grandmother wearing... Uh, a Mad Scientist Party Hour shirt. Oh, boy. This sounds like it's about to get morbid. Well, my grandmother has just acres of land in the middle of the woods. Like, in the middle of nowhere. Like, if she... If COVID hits her town... She doesn't even live in a town. She she has a well water. Like, she's so quarantined, it's not even fucking... It's not even funny. But I always thought, like, if I killed someone, I would just bury them on my grandmother's land. But how would you get the dead body from Long Beach to your grandma's land? Do Weekend at Bernie's just put a hat and sunglasses on it, stuff it in the passenger seat, and hope you don't get pulled over? I don't know, man. I didn't even think of that, I guess. I, I, I just, I've always thought since I was a kid, and I would drive, like, it, I think it was like an hour and a half, like, into the woods at my grandma. I was like, you know, this would probably be a great place to hide, hide a dead body, should I ever have to do that. That's all I'm thinking. If Long Beach, I'm f- I don't even know. I guess I would have to get on some Breaking Bad shit and like dissolve them in chemicals. Like the goal is to, for no one to find the body. Yeah. Right. But so. I feel like even if you bought a giant vat of dissolving acids, that would put you on some sort of watch list. Or hey, why did you buy like an Econo tub of melty acid? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. it would look. It would raise suspicion. Yeah. What if I just get a few tigers? I'll do the Gar- the Carol Baskin. I'll just feed. I'll just feed the body to tigers. Now you have tigers to take care of. Well, apparently they get you mad pussy, according to Tiger King. I mean, All the right, documentary, not, a bad not plan. The Tiger King. You get the you get rid of the dead body and you get pussy as, you know, a, a side effect. All right, well, I guess my official idea, and I don't know how I transport it, but I would bury it on my, my grandmother's land, bury the dead body. Yeah, I don't know, because I, I had a dream once that I was helping somebody hide a dead body, and I don't even know who the person was. It was just like a faceless dream person. and But the dream was so real that for months... I would randomly get the the thought of it in my head and then get scared thinking like, because anytime I do anything, I get in trouble. I face the stiffest consequences for the tiniest infractions, always and forever. So yeah, even you get if, jaywalking tickets. 
Yeah, even if I did kill somebody one day, I would live the rest of my life a nervous wreck that just anytime my phone rings, anytime there's a knock at the door, it's the cops or the FBI coming for me. I would have the worst, most paranoid, high-strung, bummed-out life possible. Even the dream I had about hiding a dead body, I kept getting nervous that I was going to get caught. I'd be sitting on the couch stoned watching TV and then like fear and dread would set in and be like, what if they find that body and I get in trouble? So I don't, I'm so paranoid. I don't know. Maybe I would just get a bunch of trash bags and try and like vacuum seal it around the dead body so it doesn't stink and then just keep it under my bed and then move with it. That's terrible. I'd drive it to the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Oh, uh, you'd run yeah. into some some goombas out there, some mooks. I don't think those are words you, you're allowed to say anymore. Hey, um, you guys mind if I hide my dead body underneath your dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys bury this one while you're at it? <laughs> hey, it looks <laughs> like you guys already have your whole dog and everything. Can I just, uh, you know, add a little? Can I bit get in here? on that? I'll throw a five on it. <laughs> you should have thought about this a lot, I guess, Kevin. You don't have anything? I mean, I don't have any idea of... Under your bed? <laughs> That's what you came up with? I mean, I feel like so if I, I watch if I tried to move the body somewhere, I would probably get pulled over and they would be like, hey, what's up with that dead body? And then I'm in jail. Um, if I buried it somewhere, someone would probably catch me digging. Uh... I can't exactly just throw it in the trash can. I could eat it. And then I don't know what I would do with the bones. Yeah, I mean... I don't want to eat the bones. Cannibalism, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, so you're going to dommer it? Well, it's not out of enjoying the taste. It's a matter of getting rid of the evidence. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. My, I think my best get... But my best guess would be to vacuum seal it like maybe use heat to just shrink trash bags onto the skin so it would like mummify it so it couldn't rot and stink and then just keep it under my bed until i die and then i'll be a news story in shuddy's kids news (laughs) did you see this story in the new york post uh just decapitated and dismembered body of tech CEO found in New York City apartment. Yeah, he got Dextered, right? What's up? He got like Dextered, right? Yeah. I mean, he got murdered gruesomely. They didn't even try to get rid of that one. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I mean, to make the transportation easier, and if I'm already this far down the hole, I might just chop down the limbs so I can put it in like a smaller duffel bag. God, that is the most gruesome shit ever, though. There's people that have done this, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you know, mob hitmen. You ever see that that documentary, the, was it Iceman? It was an HBO documentary where they interview the, the uh, a famous mob hitman, Richard Kalinsky, I think his name is. No, but I he, heard about it. Didn't he do like super fucked up stuff, like shove live rats up people's butts or something like that? Yeah, he did. He's done crazy shit, and he's had to do do things like that. 
it doesn't really he it seemingly he tried to put it off or like play it off as it was his job but it feels like he really enjoyed these things i mean he had to to be as good as he was yeah and if you can like just sit there with a straight face while you shove a rat up somebody's ass like you got to be a sociopath to not feel any sort of yeah to enjoy for torturing and murdering people to be your job you have to enjoy doing it that's not something you're just slogging through the day doing. Yeah, you have a tab open with Indeed and LinkedIn. Like I gotta yeah. find something better than this shit. Hey Tony, you want to go bowling with us tonight? Ah, I gotta fucking, I gotta fucking dissolve like twelve mooks. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need, we're gonna need some real time feedback on mooks. I'm not sure if uh, that that term might have been canceled. There's no way. Nobody's getting canceled for saying mook. It's it doesn't a, sound right. It's like it's like dude. It's just like saying dude. It does. It applies to anybody, not just like a specific race or ethnicity. Well, let's find out. Like Italians will say, "Hey, look at this mook." Well, I, yeah, okay. Italians say a, a lot mook of is a shit. stupid or incompetent person. Yeah, we're still allowed to make fun uh, of dumb dumbs, right? It's also a derogatory term for Italian Americans. Short for Maluk, which is motherfucker, a person of little social standing, one not worthy of respect. Oh, whatever. That's a stretch. The no, main, that's very the main good. Use, that's the main a, uses of stupid can, people. I but then it good. also says an affectionate term for a regular guy, one who is unpretentious, and then three, an incompetent, perverse, incompetent person. And the example that Urban Dictionary gives is we don't pay mooks. See, I think I think Kevin, based on your what you found, is exonerated. It's a, a slur-ish um, against Italian Americans. I don't think that's so bad, and it's not as bad as what I thought it could have meant. I think that works, and it's a very specific um, uh, heritage that it has. It's from Maluka, yeah. right? Which is Italian yeah, for motherfucker. Yeah, that works. That's not bad. All right, I, like, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna use mooks. That's what about good, what about work. this, Shuddy? If some sexy dame walks by, and I say, "Hey, look at the fucking pasta for jewels on this Bing Bong," I'm not getting canceled for that, am I? Probably not because of the words you said, but because of <laughs> the meaning behind them. You might as well have said, "Look at the tits on that broad." <laughs> I guess you're right. But I'm getting I'm getting in trouble for sexism, not racism. That's the point. Correct. Yes, that's <laughs> that's I we are in agreement that that is what it would be. It would be because of the sexism, and not because of the racism. He cannot run sexism a lot a lot easier than racism currently. There's Probably. a comeback path for for sexism. Racism, right by, yeah, you're you're canceled. We don't want that out of Kevin. It would really hurt our podcast. Apparently not. Or it could be good. <laughs> yeah, it might help you guys. <laughs> yeah, it could be good. <laughs> a little controversy. Um, I saw something get added on Netflix that made me very, very happy. And I don't know if this holds... It's a street market sweep? It is supermarket sweep. I don't know if that holds any weight to you guys. Is it? Is it the original? Well, it turns out the original started in like fucking 1920 or some shit. But the one we, <laughs> our age group probably knows, is the one from the 1990s. 
that was on like TBS or something. Something like that. It was probably on Lifetime. But yeah, that's uh, that sounds right. Before Lifetime went to television for women, so that's on Netflix. Yes. Uh, apparently, they're reviving it with Leslie Jones. They're going to make new episodes, but in preparation to build up the hype, they released the Supermarket Sweep collection, and my heart fucking jumped for joy when I saw that listing when I was scrolling through Netflix, and. Then it was like, fuck, I wonder if this is going to be like like when Disney Plus first came out and you're waiting week for week for episode, new episodes of Mandalorian and there's really not much else for you. I was looking at some of their retro stuff and, man, the stuff I liked as a kid did not age well. Like Darkwing Duck, I was so pumped to have Darkwing Duck at my fingertips. Watched a couple episodes, like, my God, this show sucked ass. So I was a little worried that it would be it would be um, nostalgia hyped in my mind, but man, it's fucking fantastic! What a great I never game watched show. it. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Do people take like crazy spills? I haven't really seen too many people eat shit, but it starts out with supermarket trivia, and it's just it's hysterical watching people take it so seriously. And the host, he's, he's actually a really good host. He's got, he's the most game show looking motherfucker that may have ever walked the face of the earth. He's got the voice. He's got the face. Like, I, I can only imagine when he was born, the doctor like held him up by his ankle and they're like, congratulations, it's a game show host. He's just everything a game show host embodies. He's got a w- weird manner of speaking though. He slushes his S's a little bit and it almost sounds a bit of a speech impediment. But he somehow makes it work for him. David Ruprecht. Yeah. He kind of looks like a cross of Pat Sajak and and Neil Patrick Harris. Is that his name? (laughs) Doogie Howser? Yeah. Um, Doesn't he? I was thinking when I saw him, because I was really high when I was watching it, and I wanted to see get your thought on this note I took. Um, he looks like if Kurt Russell was born a giant pussy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Totally. <laughs> fucking love Kurt Russell. It's it's a fucking great show, man. I unironically love it. It's amazing. And I'm so bummed out. I remember out. really enjoying it. And there was also, at the same time, there was that one that was sort of like it that took place in a shopping mall. Oh, that's Shop Till You Drop. Yes. That's another awesome game show. But uh, that, if you've never seen it before, they basically start you off with, you've got, everybody starts out with a minute and 30 seconds, and then they do supermarket-themed trivia and word scrambles and shit, and you can add, like, seconds to your, your clock time. And then it goes to the big sweep. So depending on how much time you have, they stagger people starting. So if you have, like three minutes on your clock you go first and then they wait like 20 seconds and whoever has two minutes and 40 seconds on the clock they get to start and you basically they you can take five of each item and you want to just grab obviously the most expensive shit and people like to go to the gold wrapped hams like these gigantic hams that are the size of like a full-grown man and diapers diapers is a hot item uh roach raid roach motels for some reason like, people do their research. They get baby formula, powdered baby formula. They know which items are the ones that are worth your the, time. 
The big turkeys. Yeah, the turkeys, the big wheels of imported cheese. And it's, I don't know, I don't know why it's so satisfying to watch, but just judging people, it's like, all right, this motherfucker's got three time, three minutes on the clock. It's a lot of time to work with. Let's see how they use it. All right, going straight for the hams. Interesting choice, interesting choice. You can, you can grind up a bag of coffee and that'll get you a hundred bucks. And then randomly hidden throughout the supermarket are these inflatables with bonuses on it. And you can just grab it and run it back to like the safety area. And as long as you get it in there before time runs out, they'll like rip the sticker off and tell you how much money it gets and that gets added to your total. And then they just tally up all the groceries and whoever got the most amount of groceries wins. It's the corniest thing in the fucking world. But you take a couple bull rips, it is one of the most oddly satisfying shows to watch. Let's so do that. excited that that came back. Let's do... A supermarket sweep watch party on Discord. <laughs> Just I, would, I have shuddy. been sitting here chomping at the bit to suggest that. I'm <laughs> like, this sounds like a this is, sounds like a perfect way to introduce everybody to you on Discord. Kevin is doing a supermarket sweep watch party. You sons of fucking bitches! Sorry. No, we, I'll do we'll it. talk about that later. I'll do but... it. I'll do it with you guys. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going down. I'm going mean, to watch Supermarket Street for the first time with you. I'm excited. Oh, that'll be exciting. All right, well, we should plan it out and give people time to... Well, give us time to figure out a day and time to set it up. Let the Puminati know. Let people plan their schedules accordingly. And hey, if that's the, the one thing that pushes you over the scale into joining our Patreon... So you can watch me, Jeff, and Shuddy watch Supermarket Sweep. We got to give we got to give this episode a little time to breathe so people can sign up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, we're gonna explode our subscriptions. This is what is going to get us on the map. <laughs> yep. This is what's going to put us. This is what's going to put us in the conversation with Mark Marin and Joe Rogan. This is it. This is our this is our great idea. This is that this is our lightning in a bottle. I hope you know what? If you're right, I hope they, they put more episodes out because they just called it instead of the season, they put Supermarket Sweep Collection One Episode One. And there's fifteen episodes released. And they don't go That's, in order. They're kind of just randomly fifteen picked episodes. That's how Hulu did it with American Gladiators. Did they eventually release more episodes? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it recently, but when I was watching it on Hulu, like it was like two episodes from season one, and then the next, the third episode, the course was very different. <laughs> like, it was, you know, it was more how I remember it being. So, or there was definitely time shot between, and then it was like the contest of champions. So. I think they do that to gauge interest. Man, I, yeah. I hope I hope they put out more because this is this is how pathetic my life is in quarantine. I'm fucking tweeting at oatmeal <laughs> makers and I'm rationing episodes of supermarket sweep so I don't run out too quickly. Oh Yeah. It's uh it's tough times. It's barren out there for all of us. Did you see that I don't know how much you have to add to the supermarket sweep conversation, but more in the lines of COVID depression. You see that tenant is being 
pushed back to or will be I don't know released sometime down the line. There's no like specific date. Yeah, and I feel like that is a telling sign for all movies because if they're taking Tenet off the board indefinitely, they're probably going to do that with every big movie slated for release. Yeah, it's bad news. But hey, with people people don't want to wear masks, so we're just never going to get movies. Yeah, well, Tenet was giving me hope because they kept putting like a target date next to their or on their trailers. Just give us something, Tenet. Just say like September fifteenth, and then we'll just shoot for then. Like, all right, cool. This will all be figured out by then. And then you push it back maybe another couple months if need be. But just saying. Yeah, we don't know when it's coming out. That's just too depressing. <laughs> I guess. I'm not that bummed out about Tenant. Oh, man. Really? I love Christopher Nolan. I mean, like, I'm I'm excited to see it, but it's not... I'm more worried about what's going to happen to, like, Wonder Woman. Oh. See, and he's, like, movies. one of the few directors that kind of moved the needle for me, I, I guess. would be the best way to put it. Like, I... I I get really excited about Christopher Nolan movies. And it would seem like when this one was re- was going to be released would be like a turning point in the year. Now we don't have that. No. No, all hope is lost. <laughs> Purgatory <laughs> continues. Purgatory continues. <laughs> we just one guy shoot themselves in the head and everyone stand behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get this over with. Fuck. Uh, speaking of other things to watch, I did watch um, a movie. I don't. It's not necessarily a new movie. Actually, let me Google it because I watched an old movie also. All right, what did you watch? And I'll, I'll Google uh, this. Goonies. I mean, had you seen it before? Of course, it's one of my top five movies of all time. I just was really in the mood to watch it. I feel like I've watched something else this week, but I don't remember what it is. I don't, I think I've watched nothing this week. I'm trying to think. I've been out the game. I'm rewatching the Michael Jordan documentary, but that's not exciting. Wait, wait. Even less exciting than Goonies. Hold on. It Uh-oh. Sharon and I watched something. Oh, Booksmart. Oh, okay. Yeah, Booksmart. I really liked it. Yeah, Booksmart really was good. Liked it. it was like if um Super Bad was written by more woke women. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very good. Uh It's about the hot middle school chicks? <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, you know, just trying, just trying, just trying out a new just angle. Seeing if everyone's awake. Just <laughs> seeing if everyone's awake. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, okay, I watched The Lodge. Have you guys heard of that? Nope. And I thought it was a movie that came out right around the start of quarantine, and they just committed it to releasing in drive-ins. But I'm not sure that's the case now. I looked at its Wikipedia page. 
and it was supposed to be released November 2019, and then they pushed its release to early February, and then gave it a, a more wide release February 21st. So stuff wasn't shut down yet at that point, but it's it's streaming on Hulu, and I've heard mixed stuff. Like it doesn't have the greatest scores on like IMDb and stuff, but I've heard a couple people say it's good, and it's like a heady horror flick, which I'm into. And it was, it was pretty fucking awesome. I actually liked it. It was, it's a bit of a slow burner, but it was, it was creepy. It had a very eerie, somber tone to it. Uh, and it's, it's basically, I won't give too much of it away because I feel like the less you know, the better, the better it is. So this, this guy is dating this, this woman and his two younger kids don't like her. It's uh, the the one kid, the main kid from It, the first It movie, and his, there's like some little girl who plays his like younger sister. So the two of them don't like Dad's new girlfriend. They come up with the idea, hey, we should go to this lodge and get away over Christmas, and it'll give you guys a chance to get to know her better, and maybe you could bond a little bit. He gets called off for work for a couple days. And then weird shit starts happening. And I'll, I'm watching the I'll trailer muted right now. And I thought that I was into this. I'm just making sure. I thought this looked fucking cool. It's like kind of a mixture of like, it's a little bit of the Shining vibes. A little bit. A little bit of Shining, a little bit of just like... Uh... So... Obviously, no spoilers here, but the trailer, I'm halfway through it. The trailer insinuated that maybe the kids were involved on this, or maybe not. I mean, uh, I guess it'll be too spoiler. Don't do it. I'm going to watch it. It's on Hulu. the, The new girlfriend and two kids stuck in like a secluded lodge in the middle of winter, snowed in. Yeah. It's good, and it gets it gets pretty fucking twisted. I dug it. Uh, I'll give it like a, I'll suck three point five lodge dicks. Good horror movie, worth a watch. I need I need four dicks out of you <clears throat> minimum. Three and a half. That's not exciting enough. I mean, it's it's not The Shining. It's not reinventing the wheel. But if you like horror movies. It's not overly long. Uh, I like I like that Riley Keough, who I didn't realize was Elvis's granddaughter, and might be an incentive for you, Jeff. She does show her boobies. Yeah, I'm down. And those boobies get five dicks. Uh oh, she hear my me rating boobs five dicks. <laughs> no, the dogs oh. are just following or parading around behind her. Okay. So, good. hold on. I uh, bitch ass Paul was telling me that Kanye is going off on Twitter right now. Do you? Is he tweeting about could Quaker Oats? Could, could be good. He said, "Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me." 
Chris, don't play with me. You and that Calme aren't not around, are not allowed around my children. Y'all try to lock me up. Oh my God. Whoa. Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. 21 minutes ago. I put ago. my life on the line for my children. That, that Norse mother would never sell her sex rape. I think he means sex tape. So Kanye and Kim are on the outs? I mean, he's just spazzing right now. Holy shit. If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why. He tweeted out a screenshot of him Googling Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) And Holly Berry. Holy shit. Can can Twitter do like... uh, just a conservatorship and put his account on hold or something like just to spare him further embarrassment. Fuck dude. Yeah. He's calling out Chris Jenner. It's going down. Oh boy. What's he saying? Oh, is that that Chris? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Kamye. Who is he? Who does Kamye? I don't get what he's talking about. You and that Kanye are not allowed around my children. Oh, boy. So Kanye's freaking... New album's probably going to be sick. I can't wait. I think it'll be all right. I I actually have an iTunes sample of Kanye's new album, if you'd like to hear it. let Let me hit play. Man, that shit sounds lit. <laughs> Dude, I uh, I think everyone figures that the Kim K and Kanye West has outlived its original projections. They've, they've had multiple kids together now. I didn't think it was going to go this strong and this long. I'm impressed. I mean, it is kind of fate that the two most self-absorbed human beings on planet Earth found each other. I feel like she, he makes her look reasonable. Yeah. Oh, now he just tweeted That's... out a Google search that of righteous indignation. And one of the pictures showing up is Donald Sutherland from Revenge of the Body Snatchers doing that pointing face. Yeah, it's got some Cornell West here. <laughs> this guy is... Oh, man, he's tripping. Woo! Yeah, he's uh, he's full-blown fucking cuckoo for cuckoo puffs. But we all knew that. It's all good. Yeah, I don't get him Googling Holly Berry or Jennifer Lawrence. Maybe he's just letting like... us all know who he's about to beat off to. <laughs> yeah, I feel like neither one of those, neither one of those chicks want to fuck with Kanye West. I saw like he, he held like a a presidential rally or some shit, and the only video I saw was was him with his like eyes bugging out of his head, yapping off about how Harriet Tubman just took slaves and gave them to different white people, and you hear the voice of the woman filming it go, "All right, that's it, we're leaving." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw that like on trending on Twitter. Kanye getting backlash for saying Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves. I was like, oh, baby. Oh, he's really hot taking it. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Fuck. What is your supporting documentation and evidence to arrive on that one, Kanye? 
Because I'll listen. I'll maybe, listen. Maybe I'll he Googled Holly Berry and got the information that way. <laughs> oh, man, it's full stripping. That tweet from two minutes ago already has 2,000 comments. What is, all right. Oh, yeah, people are locked in right now. And my tweet to Quaker Oats has this. two retweets and two likes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the, the get out, the get out uh, tweet was 31 minutes ago, but it's at 47,000 retweets. That might get the most retweets and likes in the history of Twitter. Just Kanye <laughs> West saying the most stupid self-absorbed thing he could think about every movie is about me okay yep sure is <laughs> dude's a trip man i actually wrote uh, citizen kane sure you did kanye sure you did i don't see that get oh okay there we go i just saw it because I, I was i was looking for get out to be capitalized and he he didn't make no. the, the title get out a proper noun just how he spelled everything right in that tweet, so that was nice. God. And then we what? got people side. Is he talking about Shia? Shia LaBeouf? That's what he is talking about. Why would Shia? Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, what is he saying? For a gap he, shoot. For a gap photo shoot. And then he tweeted, "Shia is cap." I don't fully understand the cap slang. I'm a little uh, short on that one. Is that a, possibly a typo? No, no, something. I'll Google it. Yeah, Google, what the fuck is Kanye West talking about? No cap slang. No, it's usually called no cap slang. Or like, no cap. You say that after something. It means no lie for real. So that means Shia is a liar? I would say, yeah. Huh. Cap is a... Yeah. Cap is equivalent to a flex. Maybe he's saying working with Shia is a flex. I don't know. I can't make sense of this fucking rambling nonsense. I'm sorry. I didn't mean... I'm sorry, Puminati. Most Puminati hate Kanye. You guys hate Kanye. I just thought it was interesting. and It's definitely going to be something talked about. Over the next few days, Kanye just going off on Twitter because that's what's that's just what society needs is a Kanye fucking news cycle or Kanye in the news cycle. Well, just a quick update for the Puminati. Anybody listening who might have been wondering, uh, the answer is yes. Kanye West is still a retard. <laughs> He's working some stuff out publicly. Well, yeah, I think he'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Um, we do have to go over the MSPH wrestling results. Oh, my God. That was great. Let me see here. Dom sent yeah, me Yeah, let's talk about the results. Email. I got to go get a beer. All right. So I actually have, before we get into the actual results, I have some thoughts on the execution of it. So we... We did, Dom streamed it on his Twitch, so, you know, a bunch of people got on and watched it all happen, and then in the Slack, we sent out a Zoom invite, and we had way more people on Zoom this time than we did at the last event, 
Yes, I, yes, we did. I feel like it was too much. I feel like people were talking all over each other. It seemed to be a mess. Nobody could really make heads or tails out of what was being said. Um, I don't know about you guys, and we'll take Jeff's pulse when he gets back, but I feel like the best way to do it is just to have Dom stream and be the announcer, and then everybody else just participates in chat. Because I feel like having open microphones on like 30 people is just a clusterfuck. Wait a minute. Chaotic. Fire that up again. I heard the, the last of that. The end of that. I was saying I, I feel like the way to go with future MSPH wrestling events is to have Dominic stream the event and do voice commentary on it like he did before, like being the announcer. And then everybody else is just in the chat function typing to each other. Because having too many voices like that was just a fucking mess. Yeah, I was thinking maybe just doing less people talking, like maybe us three and Dom, and then everyone else listen. But that's a that's a lot of work for a three and a half hour uh, event. Not to say that I'm not down. I mean, we podcast Patreon and main episode included close to three hours nowadays. So I'm down, but. I'm trying to think of ways to tinker with it because because you, you are right. The thirty people talking at once is tough. It was and also you hard up, a lot of time to tell who was talking because you know with everybody's mic on, the person who was talking was not necessarily shown, and if you had it in gallery view, you could not see everyone. Yeah, and then you're yeah. like scanning thirty faces to see whose mouth is moving. People, I'm not going to say names, are fucking calling in their roommates to talk on mic. I mean, it's goddamn chaos. We have, you know, random people not muting their mic, you know, so just whatever is going on in their apartment, which they can't help. Yeah, it sounded like somebody was throwing, like, pots and pans and dishes down their staircase. And when there's that much noise coming from one box in Zoom, it just drowns everybody else out. So nobody else could be heard. It was yeah, it know, was a shit show. Yeah, your instincts are right. We got to do something with it, but but Dom commentating for three hours—that's a lot to put on one man. So, but it's we'll, also we'll not like it. it's not like podcasting where you can't have any dead air. Like the first time or two that we did the MSPH wrestling, Dom would just like call out a move being done here and there, or saying who got who just got eliminated in the Royal Rumble and who eliminated them. It wasn't like he was filling constant dead air for three and a half hours he would just give updates or say oh he just did a rock bottom yeah i'm not committing to an answer one way or the other but i feel like a change needs to be made because 30 people talking was much yeah but Um, the the event was fucking awesome as far as like the you know the digital wrestling event extravaganza that was as well done as any of them I mean, granted, I'm biased because I won, but we got <laughs> two Royal Rumbles. I fucking love the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. They were great. Uh, well, we, Dom sent a rundown, so uh, we, can, we can just go through them real quick. The, uh, the first match was Team USA versus Team Canada, a Survivor Series tag team elimination match with Thunderwolf, the Bat Dad, Opeet, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the team captain, versus the Canadians, Snowman Pooh, Killer Matt Kilfillan, Dirt, 
and Brett the Hitman Hart, who was their team captain, and America just got slaughtered. We battled. Yeah, we couldn't have picked. There couldn't have been a worse team to represent the United States of America, but it just oh, kind man. of Take reiterated. That. Take that back, the, uh, Dad. The current international opinion of Americans. Yeah, we we handled that battle as about as well as we did the battle against COVID. So, America took yeah. took another load to the face. Team Canada won, easily. And no cap, no cap, y'all. We sent some some pussy ass Americans into the the Canada versus American match. What a <laughs> disgrace! Made a fool out of us in Long Beach. The the digital pay per view was held in Long Beach. The Long all Beach of them are held in all pe- in Long Beach. Well, I I thought he said one of them was in Pennsylvania, but yeah, the last I guess two or three have been in Long Beach. Uh, the next match was the one on one with manager for the MSPH Television Championship, and that was Chief Brody with his manager Red Rage versus Dominator the Champ with his manager Gina Carano. And uh, Dominic got put put out fairly quickly on that one. The champion, the champion got dethroned. The managers contributed nothing, so the ladies were just there for eye candy, I suppose. And Chief Brody made quick work of the Dominator, so he is the new MSPH Television Champion. Shout out to you, Chief Brody. Then he we... slaughtered Dominic. Yes, he took him to the woodshed. <laughs> He deserves to be a champion. Dude, did you guys see oh Chief my God. Brody's fucking bar? Yeah, he's he, got a sick setup. Oh my God, dude. This guy moved up mad, mad spots in my Puminati, Puminati power rankings. I think he's a Minnesota guy, right? I think he's Minnesota, Minneapolis. I could have swore I remember him and Borb talking about the George Floyd Yes, they're Minnesota. Correct. Man, dude. So he's got it's it's not a man cave. Man cave is is unfair to man caves and what Chief Brody has going on. It's a legit bar set up in his basement. If he was selling anything, the NFL would roll on him for all those TVs he has down there and not paying the fire code occupancy for the Sunday ticket. But fuck man. I just gotta I just gotta three TV set up on my wall uh, and prep for su- uh, sports coming back. I can't fucking wait. I can only imagine what it's like hanging out in Chief Brody's spot. I- I'm so jealous, man. Coolest fucking spot. And he he beat the he, he beat the shit out of Dom, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to send you guys this picture. Sorry. I just wanted to see what was up with Kanye. After, Jeff, you sent that tweet of him saying that, like, NBC arrested Bill Cosby or something like that. Locked up Bill Cosby. He just says NBC locked up Bill Cosby. So uh, news outlets are already picking up on Kanye West's current ongoing Twitter meltdown. Uh, Daily Mail celebrity is quoting his tweet saying, Kim tried to lock me up with a doctor. Um, Distressing rant. Distressing Twitter rant hours after claims she threatened to divorce him. This is the picture ma- mashup that they used. Uh, just wait a couple seconds for that to reach you guys. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's a picture of Kanye wearing a fucking flak jacket mid cry face, like telling a 
four-year-old on the way to Dairy Queen that, no, you actually can't get any ice cream when we get there. That's the face that four-year-old would make, plastered across Kanye. And then Kevin. it's juxtaposed next to Kanye and Kim wearing, like, trash bags or some shit. <laughs> yeah, this is like on the scene of Bound. Uh, <laughs> or, yeah, on the, the set of Bound. No, Kevin, he just really cares about America. This is This is his emotion coming out. Oh. This is... Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna make America great. That's refreshing because I thought he was a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> he's in a fucking what is, what is, Listen, is that a bulletproof vest? How far down into his tweets did you go? Because the last tweet he did before this rant uh, is to asking people to go sign a petition to get him on the ballot in South Carolina. Yeah, and he didn't get <laughs> he didn't get enough signatures, so he didn't he. That was the news this morning. He didn't get enough signatures by the deadline to get on the the ballot for South Carolina. He could have done damage in South Carolina. That's the first state Biden won in the primary. Look out. Well, I guess he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. That's the whole point. I wonder, and I'm sure he'll give a a fucking nonsense, ununderstandable uh, comment, but I wonder what set this off. I wonder if it... It, it is Kim trying to lock him up. You know what this is? Uh, he's clearly manic and bipolar, and I have an uncle who is like this. And it started off him just being a normal dude. Then, like, once every few years, he would get a little nutty, and you'd look in his eyes and be like, mm, he's not fully in, he's not fully behind the wheel right now. And then it would get fucking bad to the point where... And this is going back a bit because after he saw Inglor- the movie Inglorious Bastards, he wanted to be a bastard but in Afghanistan. So he was contacting pilots to see who would fly over Afghanistan and let him parachute out and be a one-man army against the Taliban and ISIS. <laughs> wow. And then some time goes idea. by and he just reverts back to a normal dude. But last Have I heard, I met this uncle. No. Um, How long could you listen to that before before correcting him or giving feedback? Because I do not listen want to. to him tell me that for probably three hours before it's like, well, wait a second, man. No, he will. He'll tell you it for fourteen hours. <laughs> That's great. And you don't want to disagree with him on anything, or else you become the focus of all of his fucking mad, crazy energy. But. So I feel like you're this parachuting is... into Afghanistan. That's what you're saying. You're going to parachute into Afghanistan yeah. by yourself. Yes. That's, that's the first step of your plan. Okay. A one man inglorious bastard squad. That was his plan. And he was hell bent on it. Listen, so, Rambo but, can do it. He can do it too. So yeah. it got to a point, like I was saying, it was, it started out very gradually out of nowhere. Like he was probably in his thirties or something. They're like, man, he's acting really fucking weird today. And then a couple years later, it's like, oh, he's acting all fucking weird again. And it's like, man, he's been weird this whole week. And then it became like a yearly thing. Like, he, it would just come in seasons. Like, oh, he's, he's crazy again. Last I heard, he had been off the deep end for about four months with no sign of slowing down. So it's, it seems similar. You get really mantic, manic. You get really crazed and hectic and paranoid. And you think everybody's out to get you. And just judging by these tweets and like his behavior recently, it seems he's having like a bipolar manic episode. And 
He's getting up. He's like, I mean, he's older than I am, I think, right? He's he's probably like in his 40s. Yeah. Kanye West age. Oh, yeah, he's 43. So it could be, this is one of those things that gets worse and sometimes doesn't even get better. He just spirals. Uh, and that's that's a fucking dangerous mind to have $1.3 billion sitting in the bank. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but let's He's let's get uh, through the rest of the um, the wrestling results real quick. So after Chief Brody made a woman out of Dominic, <laughs> yeah. we went to the fatal four way ladder match for the MSPH Women's Championship. It was our friend Bonnie versus our friend Jen versus Red Rage and Curvy Beer Girl. Uh, two familiar faces in the MSPH Wrestling Championship and two new additions. It was, you know, uh, it wasn't teams. It was a four-way 1v1v1v1. And it was basically, it was you have to undo the, the belt hanging from the middle of the, the ring. So it looked like... This, I think, is, a, is an absolute contender for match of the night. It was great. It was very funny. Bonnie yeah. and Jen, the new additions, looked spot on. I know Dominic made Bonnie off of a picture of her, so it had a little bit of weird that weird facial mapping where it puts like teeth on lips. So like when you see it up close, it's kind of like ah, what's going on here? But from far away, it really looked like Bonnie, and Jen looked so much like Jen, and much like Jen's Ellis Mania performances, she beat some fucking ass in there. Uh, there, there were quite a Jen's few times a where it looked like Bonnie was going to take it because you get that ladder open, you climb to the top, and you're unbuckling that belt for like five minutes, and then somebody just pulls your feet out from underneath you, and it's it's done. But it was it was a nail biter. It seemed like it could go either way, and Jen Jen ended up taking the belt. So shout out to shout out to Jen, who is the new MSPH Women's Champion. A uh, couple more of these real quick. Then we go on to the Falls Count Anywhere elimination match. Uh, Jeff the Dragon Clark versus Kevin Kraft oh, versus Big Sexy versus Arts versus Mighty Boognish versus Shuddy Boy, the champ. And I always perform like a silly little bitch in these events. I get my ass kicked quick. But I think I did get like one or two pins in this. I was beating some ass a little bit, and then it looked like Shuddy and Jeff were getting stomped, and then they turned around, and it came down to Shuddy versus Jeff, and Jeff got busted open. He was bleeding out of his face, but Jeff, Jeff took it. Jeff Clark is. I am now- going to keep going back to this joke well, and it was like Rocky fighting Club- Clubber Lang, and just. Letting Clubber beat the shit out of him until he was tired, and then winning. Yeah, it was the rope and dope, classic Muhammad Ali move. And I actually had faith in the beginning because Big Sexy was whooping my ass in the beginning, just whooping me. He threw me out of the ring. I'm up the ramp, getting my ass whooped, getting slammed all around the squared circle and outside of it. But I, I had faith the whole time. It's like. I feel like most guys are going to get their shot. Like most wrestlers in that video game, get their shots in. They go just like wrestling in real life. They go through like 
you know, peaks and valleys throughout the match of when they're dominating or being dominated. So I knew it was going to come back around. I was just hoping to be the fortunate one between me and Big Sexy, and then who knows what would happen. That's that's what I got. I beat Big. I eliminated Big Sexy kind of stunningly. Um, my move is the rock bottom. So when I, when I uh, most of the people don't know this, but when I put the rock bottom on someone, I know that that's it for them. That's my move. No, <laughs> well, you know you 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 know that. That's my finisher. So if that if I use that, that's like me. That's like me ending the match or me trying to like it, it's it's tough to kick out of my rock bottom is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Jeff, they, they got a nice little moment in the spotlight, basked in his, in his celebration after being crowned the champion and looked utterly deranged with blood dripping down his face, covering his forehead and his eyes basically bugging out of his head. That's that's a screenshot I got to put up on the MSPH Instagram account. Oh yeah, it's gonna be my new um, profile picture. I think I'm so happy. For I sent it around to my friends, all my group chats, sent to my <laughs> my grandparents. Yeah, I mean, lots of people were putting videos and pictures from their fights up on social media, and Ellis saw the little video that Jen posted of her character celebrating in the ring after winning and was very impressed. I tried to say that to Dom, to let Dom know while it was happening, but I couldn't... For some reason, me speaking couldn't overpower all the people talking and throwing pots and pans down the stairs in the Zoom. So, (laughs) Dom, I know you're listening now. Ellis was very appreciative of your work. Uh, and the next match, let me pull up the tab, was the knockout elimination match for the inaugural MSPH Canadian Championship. You're going to have to text Jason Ellis the uh, Zoom link next time. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, as, as cool as all of that looked, I don't know if Jason would want to watch a yeah. wrestling Wasn't video game. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah. Getting Jason to watch three hours of a wrestling video game is a tall order. Just, I feel like while that was going on, Jason was posting that tweet of Katie cleaning naked in the backyard. Yeah, that's way cooler than what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, he doesn't want to watch us sit around for three hours and laugh at... Well, does, did he, he... He doesn't drink, right? Why do I think he doesn't drink? Does he not drink or does he drink? He drinks. I mean, he's not a big drinker, but... He'll so have a beer from time to time. Get like a six pack, roll up a joint, watch, tune into MSPH Wrestling. It's the greatest digital event in the history of the internet. <laughs> pitch him to pitch it to him like that. All All right. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. What what, up, uh, what what match are we on? This is the MSPH Canadian Championship, which was Bonesy versus oh, yeah. Boochies versus Low Man 19 versus the Marshmallow Man. Apparently, the Marshmallow Man, Stay Puffed, is Canadian. Um, <laughs> Stay Puff did look like he was beating ass. Uh, I think he beat the fuck out of Bonesy. But, uh... Low Man Chris laid outside of the ring like he was dead for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Bonesy that. Bonesy and Marshmallow Man kicked the shit out of each other. It was weird. The computer was doing that a lot. Like, 
somebody in the in the first match, the America versus Canada, somebody would get downed and just lay on the ground in the corner. <laughs> And then the the person would just stand over them staring for like three minutes straight with nobody moving. It was like some weird buffering stuff going on. But yeah, Lowman had his computer AI controlled character had the right move. He played dead on the outside of the ring and everybody else just beat the fuck out of each other. And then he just rose from the dead, came up and won it. So uh, yeah, Lowman beat Bucci's. To be the first ever... That's it. Bucci's, I'm sorry. Not Bonesy. MSPH Canadian champion. So shout out to you, Lowman19. Then there was the first ever... He guns fucking sucks. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Then we go to the (laughs) first ever 20-woman Royal Rumble match for the Women's Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, The huge A-list... Star-studded cast of female celebrities ranging from Shakira to Ellen, Gege- Ellen DeGeneres to the Pink Power Ranger, Miss Elizabeth, She-Hulk, Jeff's dog, Ali Muffin, was in it, uh, which was very entertaining watching her kick people in the face. Yeah, brief appearance, but uh, pretty sure she eliminated someone. I think you're right. Uh, I think she got Amanda L. Yeah, was that Amanda Lukovic? Yes, it was. All right, I was just making sure. Oh, uh, let's see. Snooky was in there. Um, Snooky almost won. Yeah, and then all of the ladies Puminati, and it came down to the last two women standing was Bonnie and Jason Voorhees's mom, Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> And Bonnie beat the fuck out of Pamela Voorhees, threw her out of the ring, and uh, Bonnie took the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, so uh, that means there wasn't much explanation given uh, now that I'm thinking about it, but I believe (laughs) she won the Women's Money in the Bank. So she can challenge... The so women's gets, champ, anytime, anywhere. So Gen oh. T can fucking break Bonnie's face real quick. <laughs> well, I'll have, if that, I'll have if to that let were a real Ellis Mania event, that might be the lo- most lopsided fight in the history of the Ellis <laughs> <laughs> Mania. And then the final, uh, the, the yeah, the final event of the night was the thirty-man Royal Rumble match. Uh, I put in another one of my trademark poor performances. I think I was in the ring for like four seconds before I got my goofy ass tossed out and instantly eliminated. Um, where did you guys finish? You guys got a couple, a couple eliminations, right? I was near the end, but not far enough that I was even in the consideration for winning. Uh, Truth be told, I don't really remember much about the Royal Rumble, this one. I was pretty fucked up by the end. Yeah, I think at that point, we were like three hours in, and the Zoom chat was live, and 15 people were talking at once, and it didn't seem like any of them were actually watching the event. But it it came down to Shawnee Killface, a.k.a. Don't Die, and Apollo Creed, who always puts on a strong performance in these events. And yeah, really. 
Shawnee Killface tossed Apollo Creed out of the ring. Hit, he hit his head on the steel steps on the way down, and that makes uh, Shawnee Killface the new Mr. Money in the Bank and the Royal Rumble winner. Yep, so Don't Die can cash in that briefcase anytime, anywhere. So we've and got... Did, who did, can he fight me, or who, who would he go against? He can cash it in for... I mean, I don't know why you would do it for the hardcore championship. Anyone can win that. <laughs> and I'm not saying that. You took it from me. I was the champion. Then you won. I'm not. Right. And now you choose to disrespect my title belt. But, but back when you held it, it was it all for cool. the MSPH championship or the world heavyweight championship. Yeah. Don't come. Don't don't bring that shit to the hardcore championship. I'll bust that ass. Take your money in the bank briefcase right away from you. Uh, so but, there were some some incidents following MSPH Wrestling Five. There were some injuries, including Shuddy Boy, who suffered three broken ribs at the hands of Jeff Clark when he got dropped on the steel steps, and he's going to be out of action for four weeks. Shuddy, you're going to have to load up on that tincture to help. Um, ease the pain of your three broken ribs. Uh, I'll just turn to narcotic painkillers. I'll be back in three. <laughs> that could lead to an opioid addiction. Be careful. Spat. Spat has rolled his ankle after being unceremoniously tossed out of the ring by Shawnee Killface. He's out of action for two to four weeks. Rolled his ankle. <laughs> Apollo Creed suffered a head injury. He got a concussion oh, no. from Shawnee Killface, tossing him out of the ring and hitting his head on the steel steps on the way down. He's out of action indefinitely. And oh, no. It looks that? like Shawnee Killface has a target on his back now. So keep your, keep your eyes peeled for that. Apollo Creed Apollo. is out indefinitely with a concussion. Red Rage suffered a deep laceration to her thigh when the ladder came crashing down on top of her leg during the, the ladder match. She'll be out of action for two to three weeks. Curvy Horrible. Beer Girl suffered a grade two separation of her shoulder after taking a rock bottom from the top of the ladder by Bonnie. She heard a crunch when her shoulder hit the mat and could be out of action for six to eight weeks. Oh, my God. That wraps up the injury report. And finally... MSPH Wrestling 6, Season 2 will be coming fall of 2020. Uh, two quick right. announcements. In addition to the roster, the one, the only, the Vietnamese angel herself, the GOAT, has signed with MSPH Wrestling and is currently going under vigorous training with Jeff the Dragon Clark, in preparation for her match at the next event. MSPH Hardcore Champion, Jeff the Dragon Clark. Yes, how silly of me. Yeah. And the final announcement regarding MSPH Wrestling 6, Blippy returns. Oh, my God. The, Everyone hide your belt. Blippy's coming. The poop-slinging child YouTube star, Blippy, is back to poop on everybody. So there you go. If you want to be a part of these future events, you can follow Dom now, twitch.tv slash domv311, so you can get notifications when he goes live. Of course, we will promote it here on the show and on social media and stuff, but it really is a fun way to spend a night 
Where the fuck are you going? You're not allowed to go anywhere. Everything's closed. Hang out with us and watch some fake wrestling. Some fake, fake wrestling. Yeah. Ow. Damn it. What happened? Bonked my damn elbow. Shoddy. Oh, hit the funny bone. What is the consensus on the blueberry tincture from your baking with it's, Shuddy cakes? It's good. You can't. Your it doesn't even look like your more eyes are open. Swollen. Well, see, yeah, here's you, the you look thing. like you got stung by bees. I, I got impatient waiting for it to kick in, forgetting that I had eaten dinner, so my stomach was full of Popeye's chicken sandwich. Uh, so it was taking a little while, so I smoked a couple hits of a doobie, uh, and I just felt the wave of the tincture hit. Oh, boy. Hey, this is going to be a fun Patreon. Cannabis yeah. avalanche. I love it. All right, well. <laughs> I'm numb. My body's numb. I'm, I'm enjoying myself right now. I'll tell you what. The I one feel like, I feel like Vi- I Violet I Beauregard. I'm just turning into a giant blueberry. Someone's going to have to squeeze the juice out of me. Squeezing the juice. His impressions are just the best. I wish I could. The one Kevin Town I wish I had were, were his impressions. Especially the, the Shuddy impression. <laughs> I mean, the Shuddy one, that's the easy one. I don't know. You do it. You just do it the best. Well, hey, friends. It do, the party doesn't have to stop here. You can follow us over to Patreon because we still got another show to do. Uh, and from the the looks of things, it's going to be very interesting to hear what Shuddy Boy has to say. <laughs> yeah, he's got. We're gonna we're gonna have to put a muzzle on Shuddy in the Patreon. Yeah, Sharon's gonna have to put a pot of coffee on. It looks like he's pretty neck deep in like some Candy Crush right now. No, sorry, I had some work stuff I had to deal with. Oh, work email. See. That's perfect for a high. Yep, yeah, I love it when work stuff. Uh, comes up when I'm in a condition like this. <laughs> Especially now in my position of importance. I'm try- I was yeah, trying to see you look if- like you're ready to make some big decisions. I was trying to see if Kanye left us with any last nuggets before we sign I off. I mean, that last tweet that he did is pretty... Uh... Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. I got to be honest, there's some validity to this one, though. I love my wife. My family must live next to me. It's not up to E or NBC anymore. I mean, if he's saying that his family is too obsessed with their own reality TV show, that's not that crazy. If only there was some sign of that before he married her. Yeah, but how was he supposed to know that she would be obsessed with her reality show? I feel like he's spitting some truth there, but then his next tweet is NBC locked up Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough. He really, he really takes some, he really dismantles his own credibility. Yep. He's a nincompoop for sure. All right, friends. Thank you for listening to mad scientist party hour. Like we said, we're going to do another show after this, a Patreon exclusive. If you want to hear more, go to patreoncom slash mad scientist party hour, sign up, um, you get access to everything we've put up there since we started. There's 
well over two and a half years worth of content. And we're migrating over to Discord. So that's where our chat's going to be. And we're going to try and set up a supermarket sweep watch party. <laughs> Fucking hell. Bring a lot of extra weed for that one. Man. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't wait. And then if you get to the $10 tier, that's where we all have our own individual shows. Jeff's doing his Between Two Flushes videos and Snack Attacks. I've got Kevin's Nerd Hole and 60 Seconds with Kevin. And Shuddy Boy does What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy Boy and Dom. Awesome, awesome stuff for you to check out. Everybody needs a little bit more content these days. And we've got tons of it. We have more shit than Disney+. Plus. Suck it, Mickey Mouse. Suck my bunghole. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Rubber Records. And at MSPH Podcast. If you want to see some pics from the wrestling event that took place this past weekend. And uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139. And you can shoot your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to throw out there? Nope. No. Was it a fade the media? Thanks. Uh, I feel weird plugging it. Thanks for helping me with that. You're welcome. Why? Since I ended up... Plug it every week. I don't care. Yeah, I have another podcast that I'm launching, too. A oh, sports man. betting one for USA Today Sports. It's called Bet Slipping Podcast. Uh, Is it with officially my buddy... through them? What's up? Is it officially through USA Today? Yeah. No shit. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it comes out tomorrow. It'll be the first episode. Um, and obviously, it's cor- corresponding with uh, sports coming back. So... Hopefully we have a lot to talk about for the rest of the year and we don't have any more COVID uh, speed bumps because it's it's a sports betting podcast. So if there's no sports, then there's no podcast. So yeah, wear your masks. Wear your masks so sports and movies can come back. Absolutely. Do your part. Democracy. It's spoken. Wear the mask. (laughs) All right, friends. Thank you for listening. But until next time, something. Bleep, bleep. Ooh, poop. Bing, boing, poopity, poop. Uh oh. Yo, motherfucker. What up, dude? Not much. <laughs> Oh, we got WeWork, oh, there's Jeff. There's that fat, oh, that asshole from the office. Me? Yeah. Come on. I'm chill. Guys, this whole not smoking before the show has been a test of my willpower. Man, I didn't realize you were such a fucking junkie. few hours i'm hurting am i coming in all right Uh, no you're soft as always i think your mic is still warming up yep your mic is flaccid currently all right waiting for the cialis to kick in a little tension they'll start working maybe if i lick its nuts a little bit fucking hot
Yeah, you're you're not getting any louder. This could go very, very badly. I mean, are you just diving in, in the Easter egg? Cannabis syrup? I'm not going to drink it until we start the show. I'm just mixing it uh, beforehand so everybody can hear the buildup at the end of the episode. All right. This little bottle, Jeff, it has the same milligram that the double cup does. It has 400 in it? No, it's 100. But it's four times as small? Or three times the size? Isn't the double cup 100? No, it's 400. Oh, then it's the same potency. Then I'm okay. Chug it. Oh, the- <laughs> you can destroy that whole thing. So, yeah, I can do a full thing of it. Yeah. Right? We're sure that the double cup is 400. Yeah. The double cup is definitely 400. Okay. Whether or not you can do a whole thing of that, I don't know. That's a different question. No, I'm not drinking the whole 100 milligrams. That I know I cannot do. (laughs) I meant a a whole dropper, which is what I do of the double cup. Yeah, that's the same shit. So I was going to do a, a snack attack on uh, some Trader, Joe Chine- Trader Joe's Chinese food. And it was going to call the snack attack Trader Chen's. And I, I really thought I was onto something. And I thought it could have been kind of catchy. And then I saw Trader Joe's getting canceled today for pretty much this exact thing. Did you see this? I did. I don't know if they're necessarily getting canceled. I feel like people oh. just... If one person with like zero followers on Twitter is like, "Hey, me offended," the, you know, the headlines are like, "Everybody on Earth is offended." It's like it's one chode. Like when they That's true. when they announced that they were like recasting The Simpsons and Family Guy, I kept seeing all these like tweets from black people going viral, and they're like, "Uh, we just asked for you guys to stop killing us. No one's asking for fucking." Uh, Carl on The Simpsons to be recast after 30 years. Like, just stop killing us. The fuck Didn't you Hank doing? Azare give up on being a poo? Yeah. Yes. Well, that that has been a little bit of a controversy for a while, hasn't it? Hasn't that come up in the past? I think within the past couple of years, some, like, Indian comedian got bummed out and made, like, a documentary about how bummed out he is. Yeah, it, I know exactly. Sounds who real it. funny. Um, <laughs> so, this syrup is not as sweet as the double cup from the little. Oh, it's gonna di- be some all natural shit. Did you get that in Pennsylvania or from Puminati? Yeah. Uh, no, it came from Puminati, Jeff. Right. It does mix well with Mountain Dew. That is a huge, a huge thing in my book. What's the flavor? Is it blueberry? Blueberry, yep. Nice. Oh man, that's gonna how's turn that peach? It's gonna turn your piss blue. How's your how's your peach um peach um double cup? It's pretty good. It's not the flavor isn't as strong. Maybe I need to put more in, but the syrup is also stronger. 
Like it's got more milligrams in the other flavors. And I got pretty toasted off of one dropper full. And I know most people will do like two or three and be chill. And I get destroyed off of one. But uh, I don't know. My tolerance has actually been getting a little bit better. I've been getting less panicky on weed and just more chill. So maybe uh, this coming weekend, I'll, I'll, I'll make a little stronger serving of the peach. Because it did taste good. I love peach. I love the flavor of peach. I like peach Tazo tea. Um, okay. So, so I'm, I was going to say, there's not a lot of peach flavored things I like. I didn't know you had some already. And usually, I'm going to just chug this whole thing once the show starts. Oh, man, you're not even going to savor it? It's going to go no. like a fucking wild animal. Yep. What are the other peach flavored things that you enjoy? I like peaches themselves, but not peach flavored things. Yeah, I like peaches a lot. Um,. But there isn't too much peach-flavored stuff out there. Peach rings. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Uh, like if, you, if you go to one of those Coke Freestyle machines, mm-hmm. uh, you can get peach mellow yellow, Ooh. which is pretty delicious. That sounds like it would be good. That's probably what uh, the peach lean tastes like, because I'm just mixing you know, the lean peach syrup with Sprite, and that probably just produces flavored mellow yellow. Well, Mellow Yellow is Mountain Dew. Oh, word? Coca-Cola version of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Ah. All right. Sprite is the Coke version of Sprite. Shuddy's a soda savant, too, so I really trust him on this (laughs) peach-flavored Mellow Yellow. I I really should get that soda jerk show up and going now that I have an iPad and can probably more easily edit video on that than on my phone. Yeah, you can be the uh, the soda jerk-off. Well, it was the idea that I had behind that when I was going to do it last summer was it was going to be a really obnoxious persona and really live up to the soda jerk kind of like I was going to wear those like Kanye West, like back to the future slotted glasses. Oh, man. Nice. Like Bebop? (laughs) Yes. Or Rocksteady? Yeah, like that. Yeah, it was Rocksteady. Bebop had the 3D glasses. Yes. That's how that went. Oh, well, let's see. I would I would love to watch Shuddy Boy do a character and review soda. And it's a shame you're not out here because the Grove has, in the farmer's market, they have a stand that sells nothing but soda. Like, different flavors and brands of bottled soda. So you can get really weird shit. Yeah, I would do that. I saw L.A. Beast chugged a six-pack of ranch-flavored soda. Oh, God. That guy's fucking insane. (laughs) Where the fuck do you even find ranch-flavored soda? Uh, A couple of the bougie soda companies do weird stuff like that. Like, one of them does dirt-flavored Christmas ham kind of stuff. Like, it, it can get really bizarre. Uh, so maybe we'll, I'll revisit that idea. It's a great idea. I, I enjoy it. Me and Kevin enjoy it. You know what we should do just to kind of get the, the ball rolling on this? We should put it up to a, a oh, Patreon a Discord vote. <laughs> oh my we'll see God, how this, dude. How this 
I'm I feel like if we a, if we started a, a poll session speech out of you. If I if I put if I started the poll and I was like, look, man, I think ass cancer sucks. I'm gonna put it into a poll to the Puminati, and I was like, would you get ass cancer? Yes or no? Everybody would put yes, just to spite me. <laughs> okay. Oh, so it's a spite thing. I That's think I've why... just completely lost the Puminati. I think they all just fucking despise <laughs> me, and everybody's here for you two. Oh, are you going? To, are you blaming identity politics on this? Is that what you're doing? Sure. It's it's all identity politics right now. It's current climate. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll listen to that. I know I campaigned the fuck out of that on on Patreon. Did some uh, some lobbying on Slack and the Discord channel that I created, which I everyone just can't wait for you to be a part of. Which you also created the Slack. But then you realize that was a fuck up and made everybody switch over to Discord. And then we're going to have to wait until that fucks up before <laughs> Jeff forces everybody onto a new app and the chain will just continue. We could have put our foot like down I, early. We could have just said no to Jeff's bullshit, but you guys open the floodgates. Get ready. And then we'd all still be on MySpace. Like, like I put in the. Puminati was never on MySpace. Like no, I put but, the but we all left MySpace for the better. Uh, better Facebook, and that's essentially what we're doing here. Uh, but by your logic, we'd all still be on MySpace right now. By uh, what I put in the poll, like little copy or, or paragraph, <clears throat> what I when I sent out the poll, Slack didn't do anything wrong. I just think Discord Discord's better. Well, I feel like this is a discussion more for Patreon because. Yeah, there's such a small it fraction. Affect everyone. Yeah, I'm just kind of giving you a, a some foreshadowing of my participation in this entire podcast. I don't have much going on. <laughs> I'm struggling here. <laughs> so hopefully we have a lot of voicemails and emails, <laughs> and a bunch of cool things happen to you in Poop Slime Alley. Oh, I was involved in a Poop Slime Alley orgy, and we well, should. Well, hmm. Hopefully you're Paul! holding a video camera. <laughs> Paul! You fucking income fucking poop. Well, there's something. Yeah. How, how, how deep was the orgy? Balls deep. I mean, all right, so describe your... Um, well, why don't we wait for the main what show? Oh, are we good? Do we do enough Easter egg here? Yeah, we've egged it up. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs>